is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Well, that sounds like my kind of race, a donut dash. Wearing denim. Not your typical jogging attire, but uh, dashing for a donut. Have a donut station instead of a water station on the run. Sounds pretty fun. And also I want to let you know if you if, if make a dash for a mad dash for a job or a new job. <laughs> we're having our job fair is underway right now. Our Cascade Radio Group job fair. We, we're sponsoring it, but it's not just jobs here. It's jobs at a bunch of different companies. And I think there's some governments that are taking part, some government agencies, local, that are uh, taking part as, in this as well. It's going on until 7 o'clock at Four Points at Sheridan. Or four points by Sheridan there on Lakeway, right by the Fred Meyer, right by I-5 on Lakeway. So once again, it's going on until 7 o'clock in uh, the the convention or ballroom there. So uh, head on down if you or someone you know is looking for a job. It's going on until 7 o'clock, our job fair. Four points by Sheridan. I'll have to look that up. I think it's four points by Sheridan rather than at Sheridan. But Glad to have you with us here for KGMI Connects. And uh, as always, whatever's on your mind, we want to hear from you. Our phone number, 360-676-5464. And Majid gets us going today. Hey, Majid. Hello, Joe. How are you? How are you? I'm doing well. I'm I'm in good shape here today. Well, you know. Um, You know, I woke up at 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm doing in good shape, too. Okay. Now, do you intend? Do you do, do, you, do you generally wake up that early, or was this a you know yes, one of those times? I always wake up three I o'clock. I sleep huh? only four hours a day. Wow. Okay. Yes, my father was like that. Uh huh. Hmm. I take after him. I look like my father, <laughs> and he looks like Shah Shah of Iran. Okay. All right. Remember the king, Shah Pahlavi. Uh, um, Pahlavi, yes, Pahlavi. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. I have, you know, I was never, we talked about that before, and everybody made a comment that, you know, that I was like, uh, this and that, I don't believe in, you know, being American. And, you know, remember that? Yeah, I remember. You even asked me, what are you, this side or that side? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, with America. I love America. America is my country. Okay. The reason I have an accent, you see, I've been a lot of, I'm a victim. Victim of being discriminated. Uh-huh. Against having, I speak four languages. Okay. So I have accents, but I've been here since I was a, I was a kid, remember? Yeah, you've, yeah, you've told you, us your history. Yes. And, you know, they take it against you for somehow, some reason, people are afraid when they hear that. They, when they hear my voice, they're afraid of me because they think I'm going to take over what? Yeah. I came yeah. here for freedom like everybody else, you mm-hmm. know. But a little bit later, <laughs> I told my son, I wish I was born here. Uh-huh. So I, I don't have to put up with all this mama jumbo about, you know, being from another country. Because my father and mother, they were very smart people. They were doctors. Mm-hmm. Well, they sent me here. They came here. But they don't want to give me the benefit of the doubt. Well, that's not everyone. There are some people who are like that. <laughs> most but don't, people, Joe. I don't know. I, I wouldn't little, say most. Yes. Really? Joe. Joe. I'm old enough to be your father. Well, I don't know about that, Majid, but... Yes, I'm 64 years old. Okay. How old are you? I, I'm not... I'm not... I'm not you're telling. You're 40. I'm not telling. I'm going to tell. You're 41. <laughs> I, I love you, Majid. Uh, but... Now, I don't don't think that it's all uh, people in this country that feel that way because it isn't. Not all. The, the, you, and, uh, you know, I, Joe, and I'm, there I'm not making excuses for those. Ta- yeah. There are 350 million people here. Uh, something like that, yeah. Okay, yes. 320 of them are idiots. <laughs> 320 million or 320? 
320 million are smart. You okay. and I are part of it. Okay. All right. Well, um, okay. I, I, I want to talk about, let me open my champagne first, like John says. Okay. <laughs> okay. You opened the bottle of champagne. For yeah. what, now, what are you celebrating? Yeah. Remember, he was celebrating about that Trump. Uh-huh. He's talking about people. Okay. Everybody said at that time, when was it? Like eight months ago? We're going to celebrate because Trump is going to get indicted and everything. Okay. And why are we doing these things? <laughs> now, you know, okay, let's celebrate about, let's open a champagne about Biden and his son coming out. Okay. All the billion, millions of dollars they made when he was vice president. Okay. Okay. All right. So, what well, is it? And then Chuck Schumer says, this is waste of, this is a witch hunt. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't that, witch hunt for Trump. That, that, was, that was an interesting use of word, of, of a term. That yeah. was then, this is now, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, you know, I would just, I would just caution that uh, this is an investigation. Too, it's too early to be popping champagne bottles. It's too early to be popping popcorn and popping champagne bottles over Donald Trump's indictments because they're indictments. I don't like they're, popcorn. They're, okay. I don't like champagne, but I'm going to open it for but John. They're, alleg- so they're, they're allegations, so there's nothing, you know, to, you know. It's not someone... allegation, it's alligator. Well, okay. <laughs> It, I mean, it's like it's like New York Jets fans, uh, you know, getting ready to buy, you know, get saving their money up for Super Bowl tickets when, uh, you know, before the the season was even started, and not knowing how uh, Aaron Rodgers was going to perform, and now we know how you that's know, at least the Aaron Rodgers chapter has Joe, turned out for them. Joe, but, yeah. this is the same way in Iran. This is the same way in Tripoli. I was in Tripoli too for those people. Mm-hmm. I was in those places. Those the villages, anyhow. Yeah, five thousand more than ten thousand people died. More than the uh, you know Marrakesh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Why don't we? Why doesn't Biden help them now? Well, you know, okay. he sends money right. to Ukraine. Okay. Send uh, some money to Tripoli now. They need it. Okay. Well, there are people. Doesn't matter Muslim, doesn't matter Christian or Jews. They're all people. Mm-hmm. My mother said they're all people. Let them live, you know. And I loved everybody. I still sure. do. Sure. Well, but they bothered me for, from flushing <laughs> okay. to everything else. Okay. Well, and I think that makes sense. Although uh, there in uh, in, in, in Libya, <laughs> that's that's a little different situation than than assisting in a in a, a nation that's established and has a relationship with us because it's it's kind of in and chaos there. It'd be difficult to yes. to you can't just and and but, Biden can't just say okay, write a check sure. to, to Libya uh, sure. because they're sure. for one we thing they're ruling the world. Okay. Sure. Yeah. United States ruling the world. We should go everywhere. Tripoli needs us now. Okay. We, right. killed, we killed, we uh, killed, uh, what's his name? Saddam Hussein. Of no. course we killed Saddam Hussein. Yeah. <laughs> like... What was his name again? Oh, Gaddafi. Uh, Kada- his yeah, name is Gaddafi, not Gaddafi. Gaddafi. Well, we, no, did, we, 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 we didn't kill him. His own, <laughs> his own people killed him. But, uh, I know. All right. Okay. No, because we told them to kill him. Okay, okay. They followed our direction on that, huh? Okay. Of course. All right. Well, I... I Let's right. help those right. people, machine. too. And then I open my champagne for impeachment. Okay. Believe me, it's going to happen. Okay, well, I, the... It's the, going to come an, out. It's an... I think the bubbles might leave your champagne... <laughs> By the time the actual impeachment. Thanks, Majid. I, want, I had to move along, uh, but uh, in, enjoy it you know, now, I think. And then uh, maybe you'll have another chance to open another bottle later on down the road. We'll see. Let's go to Doug in Bellingham. Hi, Doug. Hey, Joe. Thank you for having me on. You bet. Uh, I appreciate your willingness to uh, speak with whomever calls. It's very interesting. <laughs> 
<laughs> it does keep uh, it interesting, I think. Yeah. It does. It's like it's real talk as best we can. I, I truly believe that when we call in and speak from our hearts, that something good is happening. I truly believe that. Yeah, good. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, first of all, I'm a water drinker, so uh, I, I don't eat donuts. I can't too much sugar. Uh, I don't drink alcohol. Uh, yeah. I, I can't drink alcohol. Uh, I don't drink coffee. Literally, water is my only drink, uh, and that's for health reasons. That all these other drinks uh, cause so many health problems, at least for me. And so, water is my only drink. Okay. And I like what was spo- I like what was spoken about earlier that we truly are one human family. That that uh, there's Jews, Christians, Muslims, Hindus, Baha'is, Confucianists atheists, whatever, it doesn't matter. There's truly one human family and only one human family. And that that was beautiful to hear. Uh, But the reason that I called is um, I called to speak about celibacy. I I am finding celibacy to be wonderful. I I thoroughly enjoy it. And when I was younger, that wasn't really a choice. Like nobody said, you know, Doug, if you want to be celibate, that's, that's a perfectly valid choice. And I wish somebody would have told me that. And because uh, I love it, I, I, I have found that um, because of the abuse that I suffered, uh, getting celibate allowed me to cry out the tears of my abuse, that I was, I was self-medicating with sex. Hmm. And being, being celibate, um, I'm able, it, it, when I say abuse, I mean abuse in my family of origin, abuse from playing sports. I think sports are horribly abusive. I think we do our children a great disservice. And we force them to play sports, and and they get concussions and and uh, sprained ankles and torn up knees. I I think it's absolutely horrible. I think it's, it's us torturing our children um, when we force them to play sports. Um, my my sport is litter pickups. Like I I go around and pick up litter, and that that's my sport, and I feel good doing that. Okay. But anyways, back to celibacy. Um, I think it's going to be a trend. Uh, because I think that if we look at uh, in the spiritual texts, in any of the spiritual texts, uh, there is a uh, significant um, value for being celibate, for for seeking spiritual truth through celibacy. Okay. And I think that people are going to start looking at that and saying, well, I, my life's not going so great right now. Let me try out celibacy and see what that's like. Okay, and uh, I, and the, the whole the whole tears thing. I, I don't know. I guess you know, for crying all the time, crying isn't really much of a turn on. So it kind of helps. That I mean, I'm being kind of facetious here, but uh, I understand what you're saying. Although you know, sexual activity in in the right context is very fulfilling for a human being, and and I'm not saying that it it. It, it's necessarily better than what you're experiencing that, uh, I, you know, I, I think kind of to each his own, whoever, however, whatever one finds comfort in, that's what, um, you should pursue. And obviously when it comes to sexual activity, generally requires a partner and that partner has to be uh, obviously a consensual participant and all that, um, which yeah, I think is partnership, genuine friendship is absolutely beautiful. Like, like we're speaking right now heart to heart. Like mm-hmm. I consider you a friend because we're speaking heart to heart. And I consider that to be a beautiful human experience, speaking heart to heart. It doesn't, it doesn't have to have something sexual to it. In fact, the, 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 the heart to heart part, the genuine friendship, that's, I believe, what's beautiful about being human. Uh huh. Okay. Well, absolutely. Um, okay. Well, I, I guess we can leave it at that. I still would say that I, I think um, you know a, a sexual relationship in in the right context is is a beautiful thing and isn't something that that causes um, that that is a problem, I guess. But um, but I mean, like I said, if it is, I think it makes sense that you don't pursue it. Um, but when, and I once again I would say it's kind of an individual thing, but yeah. I think what's um, what I'm getting at is that uh, if sex is used to suppress 
long ago pains or long ago traumas. Like I, I was talking about sports injuries and I was talking about trauma in my family. Uh, if sex is used to suppress long ago trauma so that one can't cry the tears out. And I'm not talking about crying 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Right. I know, uh, I'm saying I know that. that it's okay. <laughs> thank you. It's necessary being a human being to release emotional pain through, through crying. Uh, Cause if we don't, what, what I have found is um, health problems like uh, uh, heart problems and cancer and those sorts of things come from suppressed tears. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, speaking of sports, I mean, it's a, it, it, it appears to be a natural uh, drive for, for many people. Not everyone feels that competitive drive, but many do. And, and, um, there are other benefits to being to, to taking part in sports, being physically active, physically fit, healthful benefits, uh, benefits as far as uh, cooperation and learning to work with others and and be be team members, to be leaders, to be uh, to be to be followers for that matter, and to understand strategies and, and and I mean this goes across all different games and and coordination and all kinds of aspects to being in sports and i'm i mean i was never a, a jock i i appreciate sports i like to i'm a football fan and i i like to watch baseball and hockey those are my favorite sports but um i was never a, a, a athlete in school i was i was band kid <laughs> but but uh i still i had an appreciation for it and um and i think there are a lot of benefits to it um, and people, I, I mean, it, you know, if you look, if, if you watch sports figures, even some at the highest levels of, of sport, uh, of a sport, uh, they cry sometimes, sometimes their sport and outcomes and, and things they experience in that sport bring them to tears. I, it's, so I, I, I guess, um, I would open up my mind a little bit to it, but, uh, just some thoughts there. Yeah, the I love the idea of of learning cooperation. Like I I was talking about one human family earlier. I truly believe that at some point we will reach world peace and and that'll be every human being will understand that we're all one tribe, we're all one group and and it'll be cooperative that that uh the entire human family, however many people there are, will be living cooperatively. Okay. And um uh there will be uh, yes, we want to stay in shape. We want to stay physically active. I think the way I look at it is um, the best kind of sports are where we don't keep score. Because if we're keeping score, then then people start getting hurt. But if we if we stop keeping score and we try and actually do things in a spiritually significant way, then um, we start we stay in uh, healthier. We stay healthier, okay. and and we develop that that team uh, spirit of working together. All right. Okay, Doug. Well, I, I've got to take a quick break. I appreciate your thoughts. And we've got other folks on the line. Uh, we'll hear what they have to say about uh, this or whatever uh, here on KG My Connect 360-676-5464. Back in a moment. Attention homeowners. This is John Barron from Barron Heating, AC, Electrical, and Plumbing. And I'm Brad Barron, CEO with some exciting news. Barron is offering free precision tune-ups and 50% off service memberships to homeowners. As a family-owned and operated business for over 50 years, we strive to be just that, a family you can count on. The areas we serve are growing fast, and the call for HVAC, electrical, and plumbing has never been higher. The Barron Technician School helped us grow to over 30 licensed HVAC service technicians, ready to help 24-7. Our strength and trades partnerships paved the way to Barron's new up front pricing. Our customers can now easily weigh their options that meet their budget. Our commitment remains the same, improving lives in our community. If you called us over the past three years and we are at capacity, please know we were as disappointed as you. Because of this, we're offering a free precision tune-up and 50% off service memberships to new customers now through September 30th, just to give us another try. Baron Heating, AC, Electrical, and Plumbing. Our mission, improving lives. 
You need a job? You need to be at the CRG Fall Job Fair, Wednesday, September 13th from 3 till 7 p.m. Presented by Cascade Radio Group and HireMeWa.com. Multiple employers, multiple industries on-site ready to hire, including the Bellingham Police Department, Whatcom County, Unity Care, your local Whatcom and Skagit County Dairy Queens, and the Skagit Casino. Solid pay, good benefits, training, even hiring bonuses. One day only, Wednesday, September 13th, 3 till 7 p.m. Meet employers ready to hire all at one easy-to-find location. The Four Points by Sheraton in Bellingham next to Fred Meyer. Full-time, part-time, or seasonal. You need a job? Come to the Fall Job Fair Wednesday, September 13th. Talk to employers. Apply on site with Silver Reef Casino Resort, Cascade Dafo, Walton Beverage, the United States Postal Service, Four Points by Sheraton, the Ferndale School District, the City of Bellingham, and more. Job Fair happening Wednesday, September 13th at Four Points by Sheraton in Bellingham. Brought to you by Cascade Radio Group and HireMeWa.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects. 360-676-5464. That we are, and we go right back to the phones. Jack and Everett joins us. Hi, Jack. Hey, how you doing today? Doing well. What's on your mind? Uh, well, I was thinking about the uh, Majid uh, prompted me to think about the right side and the left side. You know, and everybody talks about right-wing politicians and left-wing politicians and the far left and the far right. Uh-huh. Same bird. Okay. Same bird. Democrats or liberals or progressives, whatever you want to call it, will state their case. They will do their thing. They'll take their stamp on the Constitution and say this is this and it's constitutional. And then the Republicans will vocalize and throw a fit and fundraise off of it. And then when the Republicans have any semblance of power, they do the same thing. And the only thing that happens is the working class people in this United States just get taxed more and more as the government spends more and more with their pet projects to keep themselves in power. Same bird. Okay. Uh, you don't think there's any difference? I mean, and what no, they no, what they both, what they support they're, and they're what they don't. Evil. Right. They're both straight up evil. Okay. Okay. So there might be there might there might be one or two percent that actually give a crap the rest of them are just straight up evil and so what's their motivation i guess and to to get into government then just simply the the concept of power um yeah there's there's only five things that motivate uh motivate motivate a, a, a person outside of love you know if you take love out of the equation it's uh it's all about power okay all right yeah. All right. Uh, kind of, kind of a dark look at uh, our our political system and those who um, uh, are at the top of it. But all right, Jack, we'll leave that and let's go to Jim in Bellingham. Hey, Jim. Hi, Joe. How are you today? I'm all right. Yes. Well, uh, I heard the other the last all the callers today. I thought I've had some good points. I do think less competition is a good thing. Uh, it may be hard to unwind from, you know, the way our society is structured. And so uh, I guess in keeping with that, I, you know, I listened to Dennis Prager before I called him, and he always gives grist for the mill, I think, even though he's pretty redundant. But he praised Rush Limbaugh, who's a political genius, and I won't necessarily uh, challenge that he wasn't smart or anything, but the main thing about him was he, I, I recall him, I didn't, I didn't listen to him all the time, but I, you know, I listen to him some of the time. But he's always talking about the liberals, the libs, always worried about human suffering, you know. He made it kind of like this is a bad thing, you know, that you should just forget about the people in the cobalt in Africa, you know, that work for one, two dollars a day and get diseases and all that, which is going on right now. Uh, and I find that terrible. And uh, you know, he also would never take an opposition caller. And even worse, he would never have, as, as no media does, at least the mainstream, they don't have other left, actual left-wingers instead of the center or center-right people on. They have this, you know, it's all kind of a right-wing thing. And uh, so then Dennis Prager, I'll go on here, and then I can let someone else talk. Uh, he says the left is always about is about being an ingrate. 
you know, like people that, you know, we should uh, thank. Who are we going to thank if we're an ingrate or not an ingrate? Uh, Dennis Prager, you know, and uh, and then he said, uh, Noam Chomsky uh, says this too. He urges people to try to fight against being submissive. And, of course, we should be thankful, grateful for what we have. But, you know, you won't be a good slave or soldier if you stand up to power and get what is rightfully yours, in my opinion. And so I think that's what labor unions are for. I saw the uh, UAW, they're planning to possibly strike. And, you know, because they're saying, look, we can be thankful for what we have, but why shouldn't the uh, uh, CEO and the executive people uh, be thankful for what they have and give us a fair share of the profits that we're actually working and producing? So that's a a, a title argument. And then the, the one thing I would say regarding our system it's a Marxist term, uh, the, the uh, reserve, army, uh, reserve Army of uh, Labor, so that if you don't have your job anymore, there's always people out there that will work harder for less and less in our system. So I'm trying to hopefully uh, see if we can combat some of those uh, ills. And, okay. Uh, so I'll just, I'll just let you comment, I didn't, you know, and then I'll thank you again for letting me on. Well, I'll kinda, I'll, I guess I'll kind of leave it at that. Both our callers here back-to-back uh, back, talking about uh, the working class and uh, being the ones that uh, get the short shrift, ultimately. So we'll take a quick break, be back with more. we got uh, plenty of folks waiting to, li- waiting to talk, but we'll get you in line as well. 360-676-5464. If you are looking for individual health insurance or health and party drug plans to go with your Medicare, give us a call. Hi, this is Marcia Neal from Vibrant USA. Finding information on the insurance plans available to you and your family can be confusing and frustrating. The knowledgeable, friendly agents at Vibrant USA are here to help you sort through the chaos. There is never a charge for our services, so call now at 866-733-5111. At Puget Sound Energy, we're proudly aspiring to reduce our own emissions to net zero and to go beyond by helping others reduce carbon across Washington. Together, we're investing in local renewables, strengthening the electric grid, helping customers switch to electric vehicles, innovating with low-carbon resources, supporting our communities, and saving energy along the way. Together, we're creating a clean energy future. What's up? Well, it's what's down that's got my attention. Oh? Yeah, look at that long snake. Snake? Oh, traffic. Those are cars. I know they're cars. I'm being metaphorical. You're weird. You aren't weird. What's the deal with the HOV? What do you mean? Well, what's that even stand for? Huckleberry, Oleander, Violet. Hmm, pretty sure you're wrong about that. Anyway, why isn't everybody in the HOV? It's moving and everyone else has stopped. You have to qualify for it. Qualify? Not sure about that. If I were a human, I'd ride that Bel Air Airport or shuttle. Look at it. It gets you to SeaTac quickly. You can sleep, look out the window, be productive, and it's in the HOV. Hey, maybe it stands for heading on vacation. You're a strange bird. Get to SeaTac like you're headed on vacation. Do it by air. Bel Air Airport or shuttle with eight round trips daily. Click airporter.com to book your trip today. Airporter.com. Tell them a little birdie sent you. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Harness the power of the sun, reduce your carbon footprint, and save on your energy bills. You can now go solar with West Mechanical Heating, Air Conditioning, and Electrical. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Now we go to John in Ferndale. Hi, John. Hey, Joe. Great show, as usual. Well, thank um, you. To Doug, Doug, I'd like to say that everybody cries, just not everybody admits to it. To Majid, Majid, the United States does not rule the world. Money rules the world. To whatever extent we place ourselves in the nexus of that by remaining the world's reserve currency, that's where our power derives. But we're, we're at best a team player and at times a referee 
But we do not rule the world because Iraq is not the 51st state. You know, we, we like the U.K., are in not into imperialism because it doesn't pay. Um, I, I just wanted to say, you know, to all these people who, look, I hope Hunter Biden pays for whatever crime he committed, right? Uh, this, he had that gun for 11 days, and he was a drug addict, although I'll bet he'll say at the time he thought he wasn't because drug addicts are like that. But this stuff about uh, off this hard drive from, from hell, you mean the hard drive that uh, that, that Apple, Apple Air MacBook had a 256-gig hard drive? But the one that Rudy brought back from Ukraine has 410 gigs. The chain of custody was never maintained on that computer. That's why nothing in it is of value for prosecutors, and that's why everyone is so disappointed on the right, because nothing, nothing is going to come of, of it. Majid was saying, oh, look, look at the millions and they go, billions of dollars that Biden earned as vice president. When? where, like Trump had a whole four years to investigate, we heard nothing about it. Joe Biden has been honest, his entire career boring even, okay. right? And, uh, but, you know, and, and as far as the impeachment that McCarthy just called for, he himself is against this very type of one-person proclamation. He, why not have a vote? on the entire House of Representatives on the floor, have a floor vote like like is called for by Trump's Department of Justice. We're still going by those guidelines. So this impeachment, you know, this illegal impeachment, right, it, it, phony, it, it's all phony baloney because Trump is guilty as hell. And guess okay. what? His judge, Eileen Cannon, down in Florida on the documents case, she dropped calling him Mr. President, in the, the documents. She said, no, you cannot have a skiff at Mar-a-Lago where, where you can privately, you know, uh, peruse all these documents that, okay. that you stole and disseminate okay. them even more. You know, everything is turning against him funny. Willis is coming for him. Jack Smith is coming for him. But they have to try to paint by But see, Biden's equally as bad. But you know what? No one buys it. Okay. All right. Uh, there we have that response. Um, okay. Let's go to uh, Dan in Linden. Hi, Dan. Dan. Hey, or, yeah. Hi. Hey, I just wanted to uh, comment on the uh, recent uh, kind of backtracking of uh, liberal policy in Bellingham. Okay. I've just no I've noticed that uh, uh, crime has been. Uh, uh, able to be uh, prosecuted, and I love it. And I'm hoping that uh, the public drug use um, goes down a little bit, uh, public safety goes up, and uh, being a, a minority as a Republican in Washington County, it's uh, really discouraging because after all the votes come in, they're predominantly blue. But as long as they're willing to admit that their policies are failing and make stuff like public drug use illegal and start budgeting in uh, uh, police reform, I'm all cool with it. Like, I don't need uh, someone to represent my interests if my public officials are willing to admit uh, their new ideas are not working. Okay. Well, and, and I think that that's a, a a really laudable attitude to have and, and one that um, we should all have, really, regardless of, uh, of uh, you know, political affiliation, that sort of thing, that uh, if, if, if someone has a plan that, that is working and it's, and it's uh, you know, it's, you know, constitutionally sound and, and, uh, and then I think uh, regardless, we should support them. So that was all. I just wanted to share. Uh, I really want Bellingham to be beautiful again in any way it can be. All right. Thanks for your thoughts, Dan. Thank you. You bet. Let's go to Rich in Ferndale. Hey, Rich. How's it going, Joe? Doing all right. I was marveling at John's uh, talk about the chain of custody of Rudy's computer, when in fact all our votes in this state have no chain of custody because they go into the mail and you have no clue who touches them or handles them, opens or closes them or anything. And yet the most sacred thing we 
old deer is just out in the mail system going for a ride. So, so if somebody, kind of but I mean, everything you get a check the in the mail. You get, you get, uh, you know, we've gotten mail since forever, and uh, you've well, always Jimmy trusted Carter, it to do Jimmy, every, to deliver the mail, pretty much, haven't Jimmy you? Jimmy Carter has said that it's not good to vote through the mail because you don't know who's touching it, and that's the that is the reality of it. Now, checks do get lost, and sure. they can get forged and get stolen. We sure don't want that to happen with our votes, do we? I don't know that checks get get uh, sure forged yeah, in oh, yeah. the mail, do they? Well, they get taken and cashed, and hopefully they catch so, it, and maybe they don't catch it. Somebody's going to steal the ballots. I mean, how? And yes, maybe Joe. maybe some might get lost. But I mean, how much how much of your mail has been lost? I mean, oh, I just had something get lost the other day. Never made it to its destination. I okay. found out three weeks later. Oh, never got it. I mean, it's, it's not like it's everything. Okay. But why would you make your voting vulnerable? It's stupid. I mean, 50 years ago, the Democrat president of the United States said it was a bad idea, but yet all of a sudden today is perfect. But Gina I mean, custody if, is this big deal except for your vote. But how? But, I love the irony of it. But I mean, you go to, say, the old school uh, you know, way of voting. You go to a voting, uh, you know, yep. voting center, a, a precinct or whatever. The vote never leaves the building, ever. The ballot never but, leaves. It's there blank. It's there filled out. But it's there no, when it's counted. Never no, no, leaves. No, I mean, <laughs> I voted in that system, and there were voting yeah, places too. all over the city i mean you were in schools and churches what have you and so the vote the ballots then were taken from that place and taken to a spot spot where they were counted i Uh, thought they were counted in the same place and then tallied in the evening they get a phone call i I don't think so i think i don't believe they sure didn't do it over the internet there was no internet so they couldn't do it over the internet they couldn't get it in the mail in that fast so those places they were not counted in a central place joe they were counted in several places I I don't think so, and I don't know how that is more secure. If you've got just random people around the around, you know, I They're mean, we're talking people. about a They're city. They're not random people. They are not random okay. people, Joe. They are officials that are vetted by government to be allowed to be at the polling place. These so are not random in, people. In, you know, say on a city like Bellingham, maybe say I'm just off the top of my head. You've got ten or twelve voting places, and you've got people populating those or running those. So you got that many more. Uh, election workers than you would have just at the central, at the auditor's office who are trained Why? and know hey, how to well, do this system. I, I don't understand hey, how you think question, that's bro. more secure. It's crazy. It is because I think it's, it's kind of nuts. By one outfit. How is it that we can't get a vote count on the night of the election like it used to be before computers and before this mail-in voting? What is well, how because, the Hill with all this technology does it take longer, Joe? That right there shows it's corrupt. It should no, not take. It should be faster, right? No, no, because... Machines. Because in our system, ballots can be postmarked the day of the election, so the but vote, the vote, the vote count that we get on on that that the night of the election, and I I don't know this specifically, but as I understand, it's it's already these are the ballots that have been received up through the day before the election because the ballots are still collected and allowed into the ballot box all the way up until eight o'clock on election day. Just like you would be able to. When it's a wide margin difference, they know how many are coming in, they will declare it. But when it's close, it'll take longer because of even absentees in the old days. Right, right. But when it's a big difference, they'll declare it. It used to always be you watch TV on election night, and you remember this, Joe. Well, because within six, eight hours, you knew who won. Now it's days and days and days because they're cooking and cooking and cooking and cooking on it and cheating. Oh, Rich. I. No. I don't. That's the system is has our system. I think here in the state is probably the most secure. And, and every election official I've talked to, our our local auditor, our state uh, secretary of state, who uh, now is a Democrat. I haven't talked to him, but I've interviewed the previous two who were Republicans. Said that this is the most secure system that there is. Uh, I I it's the idea that just because it takes a while to count the votes that they're being cooked or uh, you know defrauded or somehow changed I, I i i think it's a it's conspiracy we'll take a quick break and be back with more 3606765464 we'll hear from tim and dave and you in just a moment 
If you are looking for individual health insurance or health and party drug plans to go with your Medicare, give us a call. Hi, this is Marcia Neal from Vibrant USA. Finding information on the insurance plans available to you and your family can be confusing and frustrating. The knowledgeable, friendly agents at Vibrant USA are here to help you sort through the chaos. There is never a charge for our services, so call now at 866-733-5111. You need a job? You need to be at the CRG Fall Job Fair, Wednesday, September 13th from 3 till 7 p.m. Presented by Cascade Radio Group and HireMeWa.com. Multiple employers, multiple industries on-site ready to hire, including the Bellingham Police Department, Whatcom County, Unity Care, your local Whatcom and Skagit County Dairy Queens, and the Skagit Casino. Solid pay, good benefits, training, even hiring bonuses. One day only, Wednesday, September 13th, 3 till 7 p.m. Meet employers ready to hire all at one easy-to-find location. The Four Points by Sheraton in Bellingham next to Fred Meyer. Full-time, part-time, or seasonal. You need a job? Come to the Fall Job Fair Wednesday, September 13th. Talk to employers. Apply on site with Silver Reef Casino Resort, Cascade Dafo, Walton Beverage, the United States Postal Service, Four Points by Sheraton, the Ferndale School District, the City of Bellingham, and more. Job Fair happening Wednesday, September 13th at Four Points by Sheraton in Bellingham. Brought to you by Cascade Radio Group and HireMeWa.com. Hello, folks. Are you ready to get your estate planning affairs in order, but you don't know where to start? Would you like to hear about the difference between wills and trusts? Do you want to learn how to avoid probate? Do you have questions about Social Security and Medicare? Is it important to you to make life as easy as possible on your spouse and loved ones if something should happen to you? This is Phil George. I'm an elder law and estate planning attorney here in Bellingham. Join me right here on KGMI every Saturday at 1 p.m. for the Aging Hour, and let me show you how to set your family up for success in your retirement. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. There we are, and let's go to Tim and Everson. Hi, Tim. Hey, Joe. Uh, one quick comment on John's comment, and I might have misheard, so you might have to correct me. Did he say Joe Biden has been honest his whole career? Uh, something to the ad effect, I, I guess. Okay. Okay, if he'd like me to bring receipts to completely dismantle that statement, I'd be happy to. Uh, The second thing is, I don't want Majid to think that way, that that many people are racist in America. I mean, there is racism in America. There's racism in Bellingham. Uh, But it's not systemic. And he's kind of... He's kind of playing the same game of the racist because he's prejudging that 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 percentage of people are racist. And and I got to tell you, as an employer in this county, you know my employees would know if if an interviewee had a chance or not because if it was a ten minute interview, eh, they knew eh, that one's not going to get hired. If it was a twenty or thirty minute interview. They knew that person had to have a chance. Okay. And and I had a black guy come in, and I was in there for a solid half hour. And they said, you're not going to hire him, are you? And I said, I don't know who I'm going to hire. And they told me, if you hire him, then we'll leave. And these were what I thought were really salt-of-the-earth good people. Had worked for me for a long time. Okay. And I told them, you know what, if that's the way you feel, you may want to go get another job. But I don't think that's a fair statement by Majid to say that that percentage of people are racist and put off okay. of, of somebody of another ethnicity well, I would, or I, color I would, skin. Yeah, and I, I, would, I would agree with that. Um, and I don't know that Majid was saying that 320 million of uh, our American Americans are uh, are racist. I, he said they were crazy, I think, or something to that effect. But all right, Tim, thanks for your call. I got a, other folks. Let's go to Dave in Bellingham. Hi, Dave. Hi, Joe. What's on your mind so, here? This is my first time calling you, so forgive me if I'm a little nervous, but no, I'm inside with Rich. Okay. Uh, when I lived in Southern California as a teenager, I had my 
checks for my car insurance stolen from the mail. Okay. It was one of those big community boxes. It was actually the postal employee who crashed into the mailbox. And then when she got off of her shift, she had whitewashed the car insurance company's name off of the check, put in her own husband's name, and claimed that I was buying puppies from her husband. Wow. So I'm not saying it's all Southern California's fault. No. But things out of the mail do get stolen. Yeah. And not all postal employees are good. Well, I understand that. And I've had mail stolen, but it was stolen from my mailbox, not from the mailbox that I, not the, you know, the, 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 I guess, what do you call it? The mailbox that you put letters in to be delivered, you know? Um, so I, you know, I have had mail stolen in that, in that case, but, uh, I, to say well, that this it, is, that this is large community boxes where it has like 12 different boxes and right. that one for all outgoing mail. Right. Uh-huh. And, and that was where mine was stolen was in, you know, just a neighborhood box because there's one central box for, you know, six or more neighbors. And uh, right. apparently, and we hear about this every once in a while where someone will be arrested here in Whatcom County for stealing mail from those types of boxes. But when I mail something, I don't, I, I generally, then I, I don't leave it in my mailbox. I always have dropped it in the box at the post office or, uh, well, at the post office is where, or at the, my right. workplace. But, you know, to say that, would, that, that because this happens, that it's, that it throws our elections into complete chaos. I think that's a stretch. Don't you? Well, I don't personally, because I feel like anything that can be touched or tampered with is not good. It should just be dropped off into a ballot box, not handled through the mail at all. Okay. Okay. All right. And and any system that uh, people run, human beings run, is going to have, uh, there's going to be a margin of error for certain, uh, no matter what it is. But thanks, Dave. Appreciate you calling for the first time. Absolutely. And hope you do call more often. Let's go to Rick in Bellingham. Got some thoughts on voting. Hi, Rick. Hi, hi uh, Joe. Um, have you found Jesus yet? Uh, not yet. No, no, no. I, I well, haven't. I, but that's all right. Um, well, you know, I was just going to say, you, you know, what the first time I voted was in 1972, and you went into this little booth, and and there was a panel that had all these levers, mm-hmm. and then you you pushed down the the lever of the person that you're voting for, or you know, or the ballot measure or whatever, and you put and you push it down. And then when you left, you o- you open this curtain, and then the ma- the, the machine you know tabu- tabulated, you know your it votes. Seems I did one of those. I I yeah. used one of those a number of times yeah. too, and in a different city. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, it but, was. But, and wasn't there like a big? It was kind of like a one arm bandit, wasn't yeah. there? You put yeah, the yeah. you push down the levers for the yeah. people that you voted for, and yeah. then you pull the lever, and that supposedly yeah recorded your votes and i don't know i because i didn't get a i didn't see a paper ballot or anything came out of that but the thing you know the thing the point i wanted to make you know is that you know rich is so paranoid about voting i mean how 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 did we know that 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 those machines weren't tampered with that 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 something something funny wasn't going on in there i think we have to understand that people different people from the different parties win elections i mean yeah we had an election, uh, you know, the late Senator Doug Erickson. His last election was very, very close. There was yeah. uh, the Democrat, uh, Pinky Vargas, was running against him. Uh, as as the days progressed past the election date, her the, the margin, uh, you know, shrank. It got smaller and smaller. But ultimately, the Republican, uh, Doug Erickson, was declared the winner by, yeah. I think, by 45 votes or something like that. It was very close, but was declared the winner. Yeah. We didn't hear a bunch of hollering about uh, the vote, uh, voting integrity or election no. integrity or election fraud then. I mean, I think we have to understand that different you know, the parties are going to win elections. And yeah. People that we don't like are going to win elections sometimes. I well, Yeah, you know what also I find is, is during during the 2022 primaries that the Republicans that lost claimed vote, voter fraud from their fellow Republicans. I mean, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of a, a regular ref, uh, refrain these days. Yeah, but, yeah. Right, oh, Rick, yeah. 
No, thank you. Thanks for your call. Let's go to David in Bellingham. Hi, David. Uh, hello. Hi. Uh, second time caller, but uh, thanks right. for having me on. You bet. Yeah, I just uh, uh, the caller John was talking about uh, voter fraud, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I think you're really naive. Uh, just this last week in uh, Fulton County, Georgia, they found 17,143 votes that they have no province for, which means there's no location uh, to say who those people are, where they voted from. And um, then the uh, state, uh, Brad Ruffensberger, I can't pronounce his name. Anyway, he was, they talked about, uh, well, this because of these uh, 10 tabulating machines. Well, those 10 tabulating machines, uh, they found out, did not even exist. So uh, there's things like that. And plus, you talk about the mail. Uh, what about the 200,000-plus uh, votes that were uh, drove from New York and to Pennsylvania, uh, the ballots, and uh, no one knows what happened to them after they got in Pennsylvania. Uh, those were, you know, uh, the ballots that were pre-printed and everything, uh, ready to be dropped in some box somewhere. But, yeah, I, I think uh, the more I find out about it, the more I uh, look at it, and the more evidence there is that there's definitely a voter fraud going on and, and a high degree of uh, voter fraud. Just in Fulton County, if those votes were uh, cast out, that'd be enough for uh, Trump to win. Um, so well, if they were all for Donald Trump. Well, we don't know, do we? <laughs> because there's, there's, there's no, I don't there's no know. Now, where did you read, where did you hear about these, uh, these 17,000 some ballots? Or Yeah, it's a state court case in okay. uh, Georgia, if you, okay. right, you can read it. All um, right. Very interesting. But uh, there's a lawsuit right now about uh, vote discovery. Because those, like I said, they blame it on tabulating machines. But those tabulating machines are real numbers didn't exist. All right. Well, we'll see if they maybe they'll bring that up and uh, I guess there's the trial over uh, you know influencing the election or attempting to uh, uh, influence the election there in Georgia. We'll see. Thanks, David. A real quick, uh, Keith in Bellingham is on the line. Hi. Oh, we lost Keith. But uh, we are just about out of time here on KGMI Connects. Appreciate everybody who took part today. I mean. Yeah, I, I understand there's um, concern about election integrity, and as there well should be. But I, I, I still say that, I mean, any kind of a conspiracy to, and I'm not talking about a, a you know conspiracy theory, but, you know, that any kind of actual conspiracy would have to be so broad and involve so many people to influence something like a presidential election that uh, it wouldn't could never be kept secret. I mean, just just think, especially in this day and age. Um, but we'll continue to debate it, that's for certain. Uh, once again, uh, the job fair, the Cascade Radio Group job fair continues. It's going on until 7 o'clock at Four Points by Sheridan there on Lakeway. Going to head on down there. Lots of different uh, local businesses and uh, school districts and our, even our police department uh, advertising openings there. So their job fair down at uh, Four Points by Sheridan until 7 o'clock. And hope you have a great rest of your Wednesday.